The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. Hello, everyone. I'm Carrie Huckabee, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. And my guest is Jason Shelton, the General Manager of Loretto Telecom. Jason is the upcoming president of the TNBA, and he's also the chair of this year's TNBA annual convention and showcase. You're a busy guy, Jason. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be on to be able to talk about our 2022 annual convention today and and anything else that we might want to talk about in regards to Tennessee broadband. Great. Well, this year's convention is May 31st through June 2nd. It's taken place in Franklin at the Cool Springs Marriott. We've been there a few years. It's a great location. It's outside of Nashville, but it's close enough to get there if you want to go. There's plenty of parking outside the convention center, and the Marriott has been great to work with us, whatever we planned. So we look forward to working with them again this year. So before we dive into any specifics about the convention, Jason, tell us why you think the convention's important to the association and to our industry as a whole. You know, Carrie, that's a great question. Um, obviously, all of the previous conventions taking place uh, in years before have all been important as well. Obviously, this year's is no different. Um, and, of course, broadband is uh, an extremely hot topic uh, these days. Um, there is a lot of support uh, behind the industry now, whereas in the past, you know, it was a little bit of a struggle to be able to get uh, folks to be able to understand why, um, you know, things needed to be changed. Um, and finally, you know, uh, unfortunately, it resulted in a, uh, a national or, uh, you know, international pandemic um, to kind of help push the uh, envelope a little bit. Um, the this year's convention, you know, we're kind of at a little bit of a crossroads. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is uh, while broadband previously, you know, uh, individual companies, et cetera, were uh, kind of doing their own thing. There was some public support, of course, with uh, grant programs in different states across the country. Tennessee, obviously, being a leader of some of those grant programs, uh, state grant programs. Uh, but more now with all of the dollars being uh, pushed into our industry, both from state and, of course, federal levels, the infrastructure bill rules being announced here within the next few months and so on, um, all the more important for those that are in the know to need to know uh, what needs to be happening and, and what they need to be looking out for, of course, rules associated with the various programs and that sort of thing. And I feel like the lineup that we have this year uh, is going to allow those that attend to be able to have a leg up uh, potentially on um, some other companies, obviously uh, competitors and that sort of thing. So, like I said, uh, I, I feel like we're at a, a crossroads. What we do today is definitely going to impact tomorrow and the next generation and a few more even after that. Um, and so, therefore, uh, the Tennessee uh, Association Committee uh, Convention is definitely going to be a location where you'll be able to get some 
uh, information and have some discussions with folks that are definitely going to be able to give you a leg up. Well, there's definitely, as you said, a lot going on in our industry today with broadband and a lot to keep up with. So it is important to try to keep, you know, as much information and as up to date as possible. So um, these conventions and meetings definitely serve that purpose, like you said. Well, every convention always starts out with a good committee, and you've pulled together a great committee this year uh, made up of our members, our associate and platinum members. And um, as I said, that's a great way to get any, uh, any convention off to a great start. But tell us some of the things that you and the committee are excited about, about this particular convention. Yeah. So, well, first off, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to all of our committee members for uh, their participation and, and help. And I mean, we've got some, uh, some folks that have been on uh, previous committees. So, you know, their uh, returned participation is obviously appreciated. We've got some new faces on as well. Um, and then, of course, with all of our associate members, we, we wouldn't be able to have these without their support, too. Um, but as far as the agenda, I'm really excited about our agenda. Uh, we do have uh, the Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, uh, of course, from Tennessee, uh, is going to be speaking and doing um, going to be our opening speaker. Um, and we've got some folks uh, both from the national stage as well. Uh, and then, of course, um, uh, the Tennessee Department of Economic Development is also lined up to be able to speak uh, in addition to those folks. But then also, uh, we've got a little bit of a rock and roll opportunity. We've got Sandy Gennaro from uh, the Monkees fame, as well as Cindy Lopper. He's a drummer. Uh, so for those that are familiar, you know, with, uh, you know, the rock and roll industry and that sort of thing, he it definitely ought to be a name that folks recognize. But uh, I've been uh, really excited about being able to listen to him speak. And of course, he spoke at the NTCA fall conference that was in Nashville uh, in in the fall conference from from back in 2021, I believe. And um, so excited to have him speak to uh, uh, industry companies again, of course, have a little bit more intimate conversation with Tennessee companies directly. Um, and uh, ultimately, you know, the title of his conversation is Beat the Odds. And I definitely feel like that's something that we as as uh, companies need to be focusing on is beating the odds uh, when it comes to the challenges and, you know, everything associated with broadband, you know, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, rules and, you know, uh, where to go to get materials and labor and so on. We're going to have to figure out a way to beat those odds. Yes, I'm looking forward to hearing Sandy talk. Uh, just some of our early calls with him and and conversations have been really motivating themselves. So um, he calls himself a rock and roll thought leader. So looking Mm -hmm. forward to that. But also, as you said, um, you know, speakers from the Tennessee ECD, um, you know, they'll come with, I'm sure, lots of information about the uh, upcoming grant rewards and uh, the mapping and some and talk about rural community development as well. So mm-hmm. um, a great lineup for the opening and keynotes. So so you've also at the convention have all have had peer group breakout sessions over the last couple of years and those have seemed to be very popular and well yeah. attended. And you have those planned again 
What do you think the attendees take away from those and, and why, what makes those so popular? Well, I believe it's because you're able to sit in a room with your peers and talk one on one about challenges that or, you know, obviously uh, good ideas as well. Not everything is a challenge, but, you know, some some breakthroughs that folks might have had uh, in dealing with their individual departments, because, again, a lot of times when these conferences are put together, you know, um, what we tried to focus on this year was just overall inclusion and and wanting every uh, attendee to be able to walk away, walk away with something. These peer groups have been a historical formula for folks to be able to do that. Obviously any conference is only as good as what you put into it. But, um, you know, I've had, uh, of course, good feedback about these. I've had uh, previous uh, or other uh, state association convention uh, exposure. And these, to me, have always been one of those uh, periods of time that folks are able to ask questions that relate directly to what it is that they want to know about and to be able to potentially walk away something that's going to be able to help them uh, in their day-to-day uh, you know, business. Well, I know in my career, I've always, um, if I had questions or a challenge or something I needed help with, it was all, it was always the peer group that you mm-hmm. would call on or email or say, help me out, or those meetings um, are very valuable in your career at any point. Uh, so glad to see those on the agenda again this year. Yeah. So with, uh, with the convention, we always... Uh, put an email out there and request speaker proposals. And this year, the committee was fortunate to get lots of those and had a lot of great content to pick from. So tell us a little bit about the breakout sessions. Yeah. So once again, um, you know, again, as we when we initially set out, we were looking for inclusion. So, you know, uh, of course, we did take uh, feedback from last year's convention. And for those that submitted survey responses. We, we looked at that as well. And um, we, we wanted folks to be able to have a continual takeaway. And I'm excited because of uh, not only our opening session and, of course, the peer breakout sessions, but because of the uh, breakout sessions, we were able to get speakers that are going to align, regardless of who attends this conference, they're going to have, they're going to be able to speak to someone that can directly speak to them in terms of whether or not it's operational, finance, or, uh, you know, just kind of knowing more about the industry and that sort of thing. So uh, really excited about that. Um, The speakers that we have lined up, I believe they've been uh, all notified and and committed, um, but we're really looking forward to uh, what they have to say as it, you know, when we're in the trenches all day, you know, the, for the most part, we don't have a lot of time to be able to focus on what the experts are. And I really do feel like the speakers that we have lined up are experts in these individual fields. And that's going to be a really uh, big takeaway for folks that uh, are in, as far as, like I said, their individual uh, responsibilities. Yes, I think the committee did a great job this year of picking out those presentations that spoke to dif- different disciplines, as you said, well, where, you know, the sales and marketing and customer service can go to one mm-hmm. session and the operational network engineering to another session and management and leadership to the others just and, you know, just good overall 
sessions. So, and there are uh, six, I believe, on Wednesday, the main mm-hmm. day of the convention. There, there'll be three breakout sessions, and then there's three right. more. So, uh, a good selection there on Wednesday afternoon. The last day, Thursday, is the showcase, and that's really important to our vendors. Uh, You know, they're busy setting up on Wednesday evening. But tell us a little bit about the showcase and the expo and what our attendees will see there. One of the changes that we made this year is, uh, especially with feedback from some of our vendors and associate members, is, is to have more of an opportunity for attendees to be able to interact and one of the new things this year is, is we were able to secure those breakout rooms for uh, Thursday morning while the showcase is going on. But we've also got some speakers lined up during uh, uh, during those time frames. They're they're shorter sessions, so it's not it's not the same as what you would see on a on a uh, on a Wednesday uh, afternoon breakout session. Uh, but it's more of an opportunity for a vendor to be able to showcase their products and to be able to talk more about, you know, whether or not it's a software system or something like that. Something that you're not necessarily going to be able to see on a showroom floor, um, especially because as anybody that's ever attended in the past, it can get it can get a little loud in there, and so you might not necessarily be able to. Uh, get the full takeaway of what that vendor, that associate member was trying to be able to showcase. And so we do have on Thursday uh, some uh, smaller breakout sessions, if you will. They're 30 minutes apiece. Uh, and and the, the speakers and, and uh, folks that are going to be doing those, I think that they're going to find value in being able to do that. And still for everyone else to be able to visit the showcase floor uh, so we're not necessarily taking away anything. If anything, we're adding to it. And I really hope that that's something that, uh, you know, continues to happen just because, like I said, it provides an additional opportunity for some of our associates and, and vendors to be able to showcase more of their product with a more intimate setting as well. Um, so really excited about that and, and hoping folks take advantage of it. Yes, I think those will be popular. I think that I think they will be a little more hands on where you, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have that little more time to actually demonstrate or show some of your mm-hmm. products and services and go, in, go into things in a little more depth. So I think those are a great idea. Yep. So um, the expo will be going on. There'll be some uh, shorter demo sessions on Thursday morning. And, um, but we felt to talk about Wednesday night. I hear that yeah. you have some exciting things for Wednesday night. Yeah, so this is a, a a little bit of a different uh, thing too. Of course, last year we had uh, we had dinner and we had an excellent performer with Jake Hoot. Uh, he put on a great show, um, and uh, uh, that that obviously was a great experience. Um, again, listening to feedback that we had from our associate members and vendors was is that uh, while the show was great, they they had hoped for a little bit more of a networking opportunity, which is obviously very important. The reason why we're at some at, you know, these conventions and that sort of thing. So uh, we were able to bring we're going to have a casino night. Um, Now, we're not necessarily going to have to use our own money. So that's the good thing, because I don't want to grow go broke. That's for sure. So uh, but we'll, we'll we introduce casino night this year. We are actually 
um, going to allow or folks are going to go out and have dinner on their own again on Wednesday night, which allows for even more of an opportunity for uh, vendors and associates to be able to network with uh, folks. Whereas in the past, dinner was always provided, but because again, everybody was in the same room and that sort of thing, it um, it maybe limited some of that. So uh, with the blackjack and, and other uh, casino games that are going to be happening, it's going to be very low key. It's going to be, um, there's obviously no pressure, especially when you're not you know, gambling with real money and that sort of thing. So there's going to be prizes, of course. Um, and we're really excited about uh, the vendor that does all of this and, and the things that are that they're going to be able to uh, bring for potential winning, uh, you know, if you do good at blackjack and all of those fun games. So, but, um, and then, of course, we've got golf, too, on Tuesday. Uh, we'll, we'll open the conference with our, traditional golf tournament. We are switching locations this year, um, which is okay, uh, but I'm really excited at playing at a new course. I don't get to play golf very often. Um, typically when I do, it's frankly at conventions like this. So um, so really excited, like I said, to be able to play at a new course um, and, and to be able to network with folks at the golf tournament too. We do have, uh, we are playing at Temple Hills Country Club this year. It is a new country. It, it, you, new course um and we are having quite a few people sign up for golf so that that is a popular thing on tuesday first day of the uh, conference and then of course tuesday night we have the reception the dessert reception for after they've played golf and had dinner on their own and and we can come in for drinks and dessert so uh that's always a good networking event Mm -hmm. so it sounds like you've got a, a lot of opportunities for networking for our vendors and associate members to show their wares and their products and services and and uh, also to walk away for uh, with some really great information from our sessions and keynotes. So a lot going on in Tennessee, as you said, a lot going on with broadband. So the convention is very important to all of us. As we wrap up, uh, what else would you like to add about the conference? Anything, Jason? Well, you know, again, I, uh, I may not be able to get around and shake everybody's hand and say thank you for coming. But ultimately, you know, even for folks just to be able to just listening to this podcast, I, I really do appreciate everything that everybody is doing, um, whether or not it's from a, a policy office or uh, a service provider, a vendor that provides service to us. At the end of the day, we are all working in towards one common goal, which is connecting Tennessee. And that is obviously the theme of what our conference is, is connecting Tennessee. And I really hope that folks are able to, if they do come, to be able to maximize their experience. And for those that maybe didn't get to make it this year, obviously think about us next year. But I'm really looking forward to what we have in show. And like I said, this is this is our crossroads year and, and essentially going to set the stage for the next several generations. And so, uh, again, thank you uh, a, as well for your participation. And thanks for uh, everyone to consider coming to the conference. And if you do happen to make it, and I don't shake your hand. Thank you for that. Um, and But I do hope to be able to get around and see everyone. And, of course, if there's any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. 
Um, the hotel cutoff is on May 9th. So that'll be here before we know it. Um, and then, of course, registrations and sponsorship forms should be submitted by April 30th to make sure that uh, all of our signage and printing and everything is done on time. And we know that things can happen after the fact, but we obviously want to try and make sure that it's as perfect of a conference that uh, anyone attending might expect. So, but uh, if you if you can, uh, please submit your uh, registrations early, earlier than later. So, but uh, ultimately, again, thank you uh, and thank everyone else for helping us connect Tennessee. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I know you're very busy. I appreciate you talking to me this morning. And as Jason said, we uh, may not get around to shake everyone's hand, but we will do our best to do so. But um, I'm with Jason, and I look forward to seeing everyone at the convention. Thank you. <music>